Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So let me get this straight. They want to take money away from the police. The Harris-Biden administration. Yes, Harris-Biden, not Biden-Harris. Please stop the nonsense. Nobody really thinks Biden's going to be president. So take away money away from the police. Take away your guns again so you can not defend yourself when you don't have police to not defend you after they take the money away from the police. So no guns, no police. While Kamala Harris tweeted out a few months ago for a bail fund to release rapists, murderers, and violent criminals on the street. Again, sounds like a great public safety plan, folks, doesn't it? Uh, That's the Harris-Biden 2020 plan. Want chaos in your neighborhood? Keep supporting that nonsense. I've got that. I've got the great irony of liberalism, how wealthy folks are praying for private security in their neighborhoods, which will push the crime out into lower income neighborhoods, which, again, liberalism is the greatest cancer to actual liberals. You know, they take care of the little guy. Yeah, if you mean take care of them by pushing crime into their neighborhoods, they take care of them very well. <sighs> got that. I've also got a uh, incredibly stupid fact check by CNN and another Adam Schiff hoax collapsing. Uh, Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. My savvy listeners and viewers, they get a VPN to protect their online activity from prying eyeballs. Get one today. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. I'm doing well. Good to be here. The the show where the fun never ends. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> you you just right? don't know what to make, do you? <laughs> no, 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 I don't. Every day you always surprise me with your I interesting intros there. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. You caught me off guard there. Oh. All right, folks, listen, I got a loaded show for you today. Uh, today's show brought to you by our friends at Brickhouse right. Nutrition. Here it is. Here it is. Field of Greens, ladies and gentlemen. Now more than ever, maintaining a healthy diet and immune system is vital. That's why we in this house... We use Field of Greens. We go through buckets of this stuff. This one's not open yet. It's my secret stash up in the, uh, what, green room supply closet, Joe? I don't know what you call that. Uh, Field of Greens, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I take it in green tea. My wife, what do you put in? Orange juice? What do you put in? You just put in straight water. Field of Greens. It's a real superfood. It's not some cheap supplement. What is it? Listen, we all know we should be eating more fruits and vegetables to stay healthy, right? Does anybody not tell you otherwise? Any smart doctor and nutritionist will tell you that. Why don't we do it? Eh, they're tough to prepare. I'm not a very good cook. Matter of fact, I'm an awful cook. That came up last night in the house. So that's why we take Field of Greens in this house. It's like doing nutrition for eating your fruits and vegetables. But here's the thing. If you look on the back, you'll notice the label says nutrition facts. What does it not say? It doesn't say supplement facts. Why? Because it's not a supplement. This is real food. One scoop of Field of Greens has a full serving of USDA, fresh, organic, wholesome fruits and vegetables. It'll power your day with clean energy, fuels a healthier and happier lifestyle. We love this stuff. Can't get enough of it. Go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Get 15% off now. We know fruits and vegetables are the key to a healthy lifestyle. Use promo code Dan at BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. It's available in two flavors. Both are great. I prefer this. They have a wild berry flavor too. Check out Field of Greens, available in two flavors. Go, uh, go to BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Use promo code Dan today. All right, Joe, let's go. 
Ding, ding. All right, so folks, I'm I'm really, uh, I was going to get to this yesterday, given my appearance on Fox and Friends and the just dreadful, catastrophic story out of LA of two deputies shot in the face. Two heroes, one shot in the jaw, one shot in the forehead. I'm going to show you video, however troublesome it is to watch. So it's be coming up in a few minutes for those of you who have kids that are watching. Uh, I know while there's an audio, you won't be able to see it, obviously, the videos without sound, but I'll, it's brief and I'll describe to you what's happening there because you need to see it. You need to look at it. You need to stare at it. You need to embrace it. You need to see the horror coming our way. If we don't stop this unfolding catastrophe in our streets right now, today. Ladies and gentlemen, in a hierarchy of needs, if you don't have safety and security, none of it matters. Nothing, not food, not water. If you're not safe and you're not secure and you're dead, it doesn't matter what you eat or drink. Forget about entertainment and other lower level needs on your hierarchy of needs. For those Maslow folks out there. None of that matters if you're not safe and secure and alive. You want to worry about your kids all day? I was just reading on uh, Parlor an account of a friend of mine who they built a area on the apartment complex for people to go walk their dogs in one of America's liberal cities because no one wants to go outside because they're afraid of being murdered, raped, or killed. Kind of a problem now. So Joe Biden, of course, is all over this safety and security issue in the street after this dreadful attempted murder on two heroic deputies out in L.A. So here's Biden's tweet about these uh, the deteriorating conditions in liberal cities and these ongoing attacks on our police officers. Um, here it is right here. Biden taking us. So, Paul, it's a wrong tweet uh, that this one is about weapons of war have no place in our communities. We need to ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. Joe Biden, that's the wrong tweet, Paula. Can you put up the one where he says, listen, we got to clean up these liberal cities. We got to do something about these never-ending attacks on our police officers. Black Lives Matter and this call for dead cops is no good. Paula, that tweet, please. Put that one up. Thank you very much. If you'd put that. Uh, again, she makes the mistake of putting up the Biden tweet. Weapons of war have no place in our communities. This is... it. Am I, what am I missing here? What am I? The answer is I'm not missing anything. That is Joe Biden's tweet, which is meaningless after this attack on these two deputies. Now, he did put out a tweet to be fair to this bozo about we need to condemn all violence. No, we need to condemn this violence, violence against police officers and innocent Americans being marshaled in many cases by BLM and Antifa. That violence right now needs to be condemned. Yes, all violence is bad, especially politically motivated violence. We get that. A third grader gets that. This is an incident where two deputies were shot in the face for the act of going to work. You need to be specific right now, and everyone needs to pick a side because this fight, sadly, tragically, is coming to your door. How many times do I have to warn you about that? So that is the Biden tweet. Paula doesn't have another Biden tweet about him specifically going to bat for the cops and calling out BLM and Antifa for their attacks on police officers. Now, we don't know the motivation of the savage who shot these two sheriff deputies yet. We'll have to figure that out. But would anybody be surprised if it had some kind of connection to the ongoing street chaos? Now, anyone? So as I opened up the show with, ladies and gentlemen, what's the Biden-Harris Harris-Biden, which more appropriately, because that's really what it's going to be. What's the Harris-Biden three-point plan for your safety and your communities for the fight that is unquestionably coming to your door? 
Well, let's go to video number one. Here's tenet number one. Component number one of the Biden safety and security plan. I say that with air quotes for your shoot. Remember, redirect police funding away from police. Take away your firearms. So redirect firearms away from you. And then bail out the criminals so they can prey on you so you have no cops or no firearms. Sounds like a real gem. Okay, come on, Dan. Biden's never said he was going to redirect money away from the police. Okay, let's go back to the videotape for the umpteenth thousandth time. I don't know if that's a real number, but it is now. Here's Biden in an interview when asked if he wants to redirect money away from the police saying, absolutely. Check this out. So my generic point is that- Can we agree that we can redirect some of the funding? Yes, absolutely. One of the things that we also need to be doing- Uh, Okay, Uh, uh, well, his Joe, you caught that, right? I mean, again, did we manipulate that at no. all? Is that manipulated media? No, no, thank you. Mm-mm. It's a clean cut to a clean question answered precisely. He's uh, the individual speaking is speaking through an artificially enhanced voice. Uh, if you watch the video, you'll see. Wants to redirect. Is it? Do you want to redirect some of the funding? What is Biden's answer? Absolutely. He's talking about funding from police. You, we played the interview in context so you understand the question. Now, I get it. Some of the liberals out there, of course, will cover for everything this bozo says, Biden. They'll say, no, no, Biden cleared that up later and said the opposite. He doesn't want to defund the police. Well, OK, which Biden is lying? Biden, Biden, we have to do a Biden versus Biden debate again like we did two weeks ago where the Biden debates himself. I'm thinking about that, given how he changes his position so often. We can do Biden v. Biden 2, the sequel. Biden strikes back. His words, folks, not mine. Is anyone going to ask him which Biden was lying? Well, why did you say you want to redirect money away from the police? Why did you say that? Oh, I just said it for a quick political gain to appease leftists. You did? Interesting. Because are you going to do that? God forbid you're elected president to appease the Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, Ed Markey, AOC base when they come to the White House? When they make demands, are you going to fall down? Joe, it's not a fair question, right? Yeah. You don't have enough guts to stand up against an interviewer now, ask you a dopey question about taking money away from cops. But you're suggesting when you're elected president, you're going to have enough guts to stand up to the the BLM terrorist uh, lobby? And the rest of the radical leftists who want to defund the police departments like Ilhan Omar, who said it on a microphone publicly, she wants to abolish the police in Minnesota. Yeah. But then you're going to have guts to stand up to them. Is it a fair question? Of course it's a fair question, but you're not going to get it because our media is a joke, an embarrassment, a disgrace. Okay. Tenant number one of his plan, redirect police funding. Here's number two. Again, we saw the tweet. This tweet's not a joke. We didn't manipulate it. It's Biden's tweet. After these two L.A. uh, deputies were shot, he says, weapons of war have no place in our community. It doesn't mean anything, weapons of war, folks. It's just a focus group tested word uh, radical liberals use when they don't want to say anything. We need to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines, Uh, which will, by the way, uh, that means rifles and standard capacity magazines. For those of you who don't speak liberal or Joe Biden. Assault weapons is a meaningless term. It doesn't, there's no perimeter around it. It doesn't mean anything. It's like talking about a truck and then you mean a car. Well, I thought you said a car that looks like a truck. Hey, to me, a truck means anything. That's what you say when you say assault weapons, because there's no non-assault weapons. Just like when you talk about a truck, there are non-trucks, right? Bikes, 
cars, and you have mm-hmm. you know, and have characteristics of those things that make it a truck. That's why it's a category. Well, an assault weapon is supposed to be a category because you want to ban it. Well, what's a non-assault weapon? The answer is nothing. Everything's an assault weapon, but that's why they use these terms. Weapons of war. High-capacity magazines. What he means is standard-capacity magazines, which means you will, in fact, be disarmed. Ladies and gentlemen, again, these are his words. They're not mine. I'm not hypothesizing. I'm not adding anything to it. I'm simply reading to you what he has uh, has tweeted out in his social media account or whoever's managing his brain on any given day and then replaying his own words in an interview. Money away from the cops, firearms away from you. Sounds very safe. Good luck, folks. Going to be living through that Viggo Mortensen movie, The Road, soon. Remember when he goes in the basement, everybody's screaming, ah, they're missing limbs. It's like lunchtime. If you watch the movie, you know what I'm talking about. That'll be next in the Biden administration. No firearms, no cops either. Good luck with that. Maybe not no cops, to be fair to him. Less cops and less money. No, no, he was just lying when he said that. Oh, oh, okay, sorry. Finally, again, here's the evidence. Here's tenet three. Let's bail out all the criminals and bad guys. Here is his vice president, actual. She's actually running for president. Everybody knows Biden's not there. Uh, Kamala Harris, if you're able to, chip in now to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota. So just to be clear, the soon-to-be president, if they win, Kamala Harris, God forbid, Biden's not going to be the president. Again, the Harris-Biden administration wants you to bail out. This is one of her old tweets. She hasn't deleted it, by the way. The people who burned down the city of Minnesota. That's fascinating because Minnesota CBS, the local CBS, not the national CBS, these are actual local reporters on the ground. Had this article up I saw, which was fascinating. Lionel Timms accused in another serious assault after being bailed out by the Minnesota Freedom Fund. Hmm. I wonder if that was one of Kamala Harris's dollars that went there to bail out Lionel Timms accused in a, quote, another serious assault after being bailed out by the Kamala Harris crew. This is your soon-to-be president-in-waiting if she wins. You like that plan? No firearms for you. Less cops for you, too. Let's bail out the bad guys to beat the snot out of you so you can't defend yourself. And even better, if you do, let's prosecute you like that lunatic in St. Louis who prosecuted the McCloskeys for daring to defend their property after violent protesters bashed down a gate to a private street and threatened to attack them. Yes, sounds very safe. Good luck. All right, I want to show this now, this video. Now, again, uh, forgive me to our audio-only listeners, but I'll, I'll walk you through this. It doesn't have any sound, so I'll talk over it. You don't want dead air. But you need to see this. For those of you who have young kids, you may not, you know, it's a tough one to look at, and it's about 30 seconds long. So once we start it, you may want to have them look away. Some of you have seen it already. But for anyone who has the capability of 16 or older or looking at this and watching this, you need to look at this video. You need to look at it. Stare at it. You need to own it and keep it with you forever. Because, ladies and gentlemen, this is what happens. These two deputies who were shot right here. You see this? This is a female deputy bleeding all over her shirt, shot in the jaw, trying to get a tourniquet on her partner's arm, shot as well in the forehead, bleeding all over. Notice what she's staring around for. Why is she staring around? Because she's not sure the guy who just shot both of them in the face is gone. 
She's staring around trying to render aid to her partner while trying to call in help. But what's the catch, folks? She can't talk. She was shot in the face. So what she's saying to Central, the dispatch to get help, is blurry because she was shot in the jaw by deranged lunatics. And what's Biden's tweet about gun control? And then he gives a speech yesterday while these two are recovering. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank you, God. These two deputies are recovering. I'm, that is not using the Lord's name in vain. I mean that from the thank you to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for keeping these two alive. And what does Biden give a speech about yesterday? Light bulbs and electric cars. How about a speech on these two police officers nearly murdered in cold blood? Can you cue that up again? I'm sorry. But you need to see this again. Everybody, look at it. You need to see what's going on. We can't ignore this anymore. This is the crap that's coming to your hometown. Look at this guy bleeding out. She's rendering aid. She's putting a tourniquet on his arm. He's bleeding. You can tell he's weak and can barely stand. So she puts him down on a knee. Looking around like a good police officer would. There she goes, turning her head, looking for the subject as she's bleeding out too, rendering aid to her partner, trying to call in help. There she goes. She's behind a pole here, looking around again as she's bleeding out from her face. Again, tell me as we talked about yesterday, how you know all these voices are worthy of being heard. Black Lives Matter and Antifa, you're not worthy of being heard anymore. You have the right to speak because you live in the greatest country on earth. Thank God. You're not worth being heard. You're dead cops. What do we want them? Dead cops, when do we want them now? You're pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon talk. Your talk on that guy Hawk on the Martha McCallum show, the BLM guy, remember him? Oh, we're gonna we're gonna take it, we're gonna tear it all down. Whatever he said on the Martha McCallum show, you can take that literally however you want. No, no, you're not worth being heard anymore. Patrice Colors, the founder of BLM, yes, we are trained Marxist organizers. You're not worth being heard anymore. And when is the Republican Party in mass? Not the voters out there, and not because there's some good people on Capitol Hill. But the ones, the spineless losers like the Mitt Romneys of the world, when are they going to come out? When are they going to take a stand and say, no, they're not worth being heard anymore, these groups? The cops are worth being heard. Legitimate protesters who fight for civil liberties for people. Listen, cops aren't perfect. We make mistakes. I made mistakes when I was on the job. That's fine. Everybody needs checks and balances and oversight. Legitimate protesters are always worth being heard. That's the spirit of America. These are not legitimate protesters. Some of these people are terrorist hooligan thugs that want to bring this fight to your neighborhood tomorrow. Look at that. Look, own that. Check it out. Stare at it. Look at it as often as you can because you need to see it. Everybody needs to own this and say this fight is coming to my door. When I say own it, I don't mean it's yours. I mean, we don't want this. Look at this. Everybody, look at this. Put it on your Facebook. We don't want this here. They are our front lines, these police officers, between civilization and chaos. You have two choices, chaos or safety and security in a civilized, respecting, big R, God-given right society. There's no in-between. Pick one. Pick it today. No more BS. Pick it now. All right, so I got to move on. Um, before I get to that, I got a sponsor here, but uh, I want to just talk next about 
the great irony of liberalism, which I've warned you about in the show always, is that liberalism does the greatest damage to liberals. It's not a cancer only to conservatives. It destroys liberals too, and they're seemingly blind to it because they're immune to facts. I was watching a Thomas Sowell video yesterday on YouTube. It's what I like to do. My wife's like, what are you listening to? And Thomas Sowell, the great Thomas Sowell, how it was a 19-minute video of him asking liberals for the evidence of their claims and them being able to produce none. Well, what's your evidence that liberalism is helping make liberal communities safer or secure? They're not. You're destroying them because you're frauds. I'll get to that in a minute. All right. Our second sponsor today, our friends at My Patriot Supply. Listen, you know what's coming next. I've talked about it for days. The Democrats have a plan for a street fight after the election. Their words, not mine. I got another article today from The Atlantic I hope to get to later about a street battle. They're changing their words, Joe. Street fight. Now it's a street battle. Okay. Anything violent, they love it. So ask yourself a question. Do you have enough supplies and food on hand the last 30 days? You should. You ensure everything in your life that matters. Think about it, right? You ensure your health. You ensure your home. You ensure your car. Why do you not have a food security plan? It makes no sense. Here's the harsh reality. Most Americans don't. They don't have a plan for more than a couple days of food. Avoid the panicked masses in a last-minute rush in the event of an emergency. You don't need those problems. Order your four-week supply of emergency food today from MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't wait. Starvation or dependency on the government are your only options when you fail to plan ahead. Those don't sound very good. Avoid the pain of being unprepared. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com now, today. Don't wait. Build your emergency food supply with meals that last up to 25 years in storage. That's a lot of insurance to buy. Ship discreetly to your front door. Folks that know what's coming, like me, are using today to prepare. I just got a few more. <laughs> right, Paula? She's like, did you buy another two boxes? I'm not kidding. Ask my page supply to give you my buy records. I'll do it. There's still time for you to do the same. I'm not messing with you. Go to mypatriotsupply.com, the original Patriot Preparedness Company. Been with me for a while now. Mypatriotsupply.com, mypatriotsupply.com. Okay. Um, so again, one of the cancers and curses of liberalism is there's this mistaken assumption amongst highbrow liberals low intellectual, highbrow liberals that they think liberalism helps at a minimum liberals. Eh, it may hurt those also all those, uh, excuse me, those awful, deplorable conservatives. You know, those terrible, the smelly Walmart people. It may hurt them, but it definitely doesn't hurt us. We're living the high life, man. You know, liberalism, liberalism on the totem pole of good ideas, of course, is at the top. I've warned you from the beginning that the greatest irony of liberalism is that it curses liberals too. Combine that with the great irony of conservatism is that conservatism doesn't only benefit conservatives, it benefits liberals too. It was minority groups under the Trump administration prior to the plague and lower income individuals at the lower end of our income earning scales that were making the greatest gains under the Trump administration, the job market and the income market. Again, those are indisputable facts, ladies and gentlemen. Ignore them at your own peril. And under the Obama administration, Captain Liberal Obama he rips open his shirt. He's got a big L on his chest, right? Captain Liberal Obama, it was people at the lower end of the income scale who were struggling the most under Obama. Don't let that get in the way of your argument, though. Here's another notch on the bedpost of liberal bad ideas <laughs> defunding the police. Well, what's happening here? <laughs> you like that? Mm. Just check this Wall Street Journal article. I was going to get to this yesterday. We were loaded yesterday. New York City business groups add private security as crime rises. Wall Street Journal. Business leaders cite quality of life concerns as firms reopen and workers return to Manhattan offices by Ben Chapman. Wall Street Journal, September 14th. Wow, that's interesting. So for those of you unfamiliar with um, 
Manhattan and New York City. You may not live there. I mean, you know Manhattan, but you may not be familiar with how it works. There are five boroughs in New York City. I grew up in one of them. My wife did as well. She actually spent time in two of them, the Bronx and Queens. I was a Queens guy my whole life. Um, Queens and Manhattan and Staten Island are generally the more affluent based on median income boroughs, right? So there's five of them. Manhattan is definitely at the top. The people in Manhattan who live in, you know, near Central Park and Fifth Avenue and all these uh, exclusive areas, even downtown, uh, you know, all the, I don't even know all the neighborhood areas anymore, the east side, west side. It's expensive. The, the rent in Manhattan is through the roof, properties through the roof. I don't know how much anymore. Everybody's fleeing Manhattan now. But that's where all the money is in Manhattan. Don't you find it odd then that the wealthy folks in Manhattan, I'm not knocking them for doing this, by the way. Please don't mistake this for a criticism. I don't blame them one bit. Successful wealthy folks in Manhattan, Joe, are like, wait, defund the police. They're not going to respond to my business. Okay, I'm going to hire my own security. We're okay. Mm-hmm. So then what happens? You have what they call the outer boroughs. You have outer boroughs. You have Brooklyn. You have other boroughs like the Bronx where, you know, money's not as flush. People aren't doing as well in some of those outer boroughs. Some parts of Brooklyn. Some parts of Brooklyn are very wealthy. Where does the crime go when the private security is making Manhattan more secure? The crime gets pushed out to the lower income folks in other boroughs which, by the way, are largely minority. I'm just saying, folks, from the Wall Street Journal piece, isn't this amazing how this always seems to happen? New York City business associations have hired additional security guards this summer in the midst of a surge in violent crime and a decrease in arrests by the police. Three business improvement districts in Manhattan and a neighborhood group in Queens, what did I tell you, the two wealthy boroughs, said they've added private guards to patrol streets and public spaces. Folks, this is just, I mean, the stupidity here, not of these folks doing this. I don't blame them one iota. No. But the the liberal idea, let's defund the cops so they make less arrests, so rich people hire private security so they're safe, so all the crime gets pushed out to our boroughs. Great job, Libs. The verdict is in. You guys are geniuses. In the totem pole of intellectual aptitude and achievement, you guys are definitely at the top. You tell me an idea, a stupid liberal idea. Anyone, go. We need callers on the show. Can we do that? By the way, email Paula today, folks. I'd like to know, how many of you be interested in a live stream of the show? A live stream. Well, they wouldn't change anything, but I, I would be great. If we had like a live, we get people call. Hey, tell me a liberal idea. I'll tell you how it burns liberals too. Tell me a liberal idea. Monopolistic public education, no school choice. That's a liberal idea. They hate school choice. Who gets hurt most by the lack of school choice? Minority families and minority communities That's where a right. lot of these public schools are failing. Yep. But no, no, don't worry. To all the members of the minority community, liberals are in it for you. Remember, their rich kids go to wealthy schools, either public or private, where the parents are, you know, have all the money to donate and all that stuff and make their schools really nice. It's your schools they don't care about. No, no, your kid goes to that crap school. Don't you worry about me. Went higher taxes on the rich. Yet, when you ask wealthy, rich liberals, because I've done this, how much do you pay more voluntarily? How much? I'm just curious. 10% 10% more, 20% more you donate to the government you claim is some philanthropic cause. The government, the government that flushes money down a toilet. The answer is, oh no, I don't do any of it. I do the John Kerry Al Sharpton approach where I do everything I can to avoid paying higher taxes. Oh, 
Oh, so your idea is that paying higher taxes is a public good, but I don't want to do anything for the public good. Matter of fact, I want to do less. I want to pay less. It sounds like another great idea. Healthcare. We need more Medicaid and Medicare. Do you use Medicaid or Medicare? No, man, I'm a rich liberal. What are you kidding me? I have my own concierge private doctor. That's for you idiots. Dopey liberals. We got to defund the police. They're randomly murdering black men and women on the street every day. They are. What's the data for that? Well, we don't have any, but we definitely need to defund them. Okay, how about we defund your neighborhood? Don't worry. We have private security. We're good. Screw those little guys, though. Forget them. You know, the Bronx and Brooklyn, those struggling minority areas. Yeah, forget them. We don't, I don't live over there. How do you wake up in the morning as a liberal knowing you're a moron? I'm very sorry. How do you do that? Again, I'm not talking about all Democrats out there. If you're a radical leftist, how do you wake up in the morning, look in the mirror, knowing your ideas are stupid, they're fraudulent, you don't really believe in any of them because you don't live by that credo yourself, and that you're actively destroying the lives of people you claim to want to help, minorities and people who are poor. How do you do that? How do you wake up every morning knowing you're a dunce? And you're a, you, the world is worse because of your stupid ideas. They're the most miserable people. My wife was bringing this up this morning. They're the most miserable people you have ever seen. Thieves, hooligans, morons, and dunces. I live in a neighborhood down here in Florida. Just a couple of weeks ago, there were Trump signs everywhere. Because liberals are thieving lunatics, all the Trump signs are gone. So if you drive through my neighborhood now, there's a few Bidens riding with Biden. Biden's not riding anywhere, folks. The guy can barely get out of his own way. He doesn't even leave his basement. Nobody's riding anywhere with Biden, okay? There's riding with Biden signs. You'd get the impression my neighborhood's supporting Biden. Why? Because liberal thieves and raging lunatics, because that's what they are, stole all the Trump signs. I showed you the video last week on my show of the, by the way, we may have an update on that soon. Again, the moron who did it seemed to think stealing people's property like campaign signs is okay during campaign season. Big mistake. Huge. Like, you want to press charges? I'm like, hell to the, yeah, I want to press charge. I'll show up to court personally. I want restitution too. Those signs cost us what? 50 bucks? We had two of them. What were they, about $50? 25, 50 bucks. I want restitution to donate back to the Trump campaign to buy more signs. Mm. From the loser who stole the signs. I bought four more, by the way. How do you feel every day waking up with this rage? This rage, rage, because you know why you're in, you know why you're enraged all the time and you steal people's stuff and you attack people and you're violent hooligans. You know why? Because you wake up every morning and you hate yourselves. You hate yourselves. Because you know you're lying. You're lying to yourself, you're lying to your kids. Your ideas are a lie. Your life is a lie. Everything you believed is a lie. And you're enraged by it. You hate yourself. And it manifests itself in these extinction bursts of behavior where you go out and steal and beat other people and destroy the lives of others. That's what the modern radical leftist is. A plague on this society. Disgust me. All right. Um... I got an article coming up by, you know, speaking of radical leftist losers, you know, the media, which is entirely collapsed in the United States. Nobody trusts them anymore. I showed you the CBS poll last week where they were like, where do you go for your information on the coronavirus? 
You would think the media, right? The media, the sole job, Joe, is let's get them the facts. It's supposed to be your job, right? Facts, media, journalism, that kind yeah. of stuff. Uh, right, it's supposed to be, right? Who was at the bottom of the chart? The media. Because nobody actually <laughs> trusts the media. The media doesn't even care because they're not smart enough to figure out their whole business models collapsing because they're liars. So I got a story about a CNN fact checker coming up. That's just a classic. Uh, before I get to that, we get to my third sponsor. Today's show also brought to you by our good friends at Policy Genius. We always like having them on the show. Policy Genius. September is the National Life Insurance Awareness Month. But with everything going on, a lot of people don't even think they can get life insurance right now. You can get it right now, though. Do you know that? Don't fall into that trap. Ah, I can't get life insurance. Sure you can. It's easy to shop for life insurance right now. If you have loved ones, depending on your income, you should do it now. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. When you're shopping for a policy, it could last for a decade or more. Those savings add up big. What is Policy Genius? It's an insurance marketplace built and backed by a team of industry experts. Here's how it works. Step one, head to policygenius.com. In just minutes, work out how much coverage you need, compare quotes from the top insurers, and find your best price. Step two, apply for the lowest price possible. Step three, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. You can't beat that. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. So if you hit any speed bumps during the application process, don't worry, they'll take care of everything. They even have policies which allow eligible customers to skip the in-person medical exam and do it over the phone. This kind of service has earned Policy Genius a five-star rating across over 1,600 reviews on Trustpilot and Google. So if you need life insurance, go today to policygenius.com and get started. You could save $1,500 or more a year by comparing quotes on their marketplace. Policygenius.com, policygenius.com. When it comes to insurance, it's nice to get it right. So again, going back to my story about how the disintegration of any respectability for the media, the liberal media, there are some decent reporters out there, Fox and elsewhere, who do good work. Uh, here's a, this joke of a fact checker. This guy's one of the persistent clowns. I go to his, whenever I need comic relief on any kind of social media platform, I go read uh, this goofball, Dan, Dan Dale at CNN. I mean, he works at CNN. So, I mean, that you know, you just don't take him seriously to begin with. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. it was be like renting a clown for your kid's party. You're not going to ask him to, hey, uh, what's your feeling about uh, Julian Jane's book, The Origins of Consciousness and the Breakdown of the Bicameral Mind, Mr. Joe Clown? He may be the smartest clown in the world, but you really don't care about his opinion. You want him to do clown stuff for your kids. Well, CNN's the same way. You go there for clown stuff. When you want to laugh a little bit, you go to CNN. You don't go there for actual news to CNN. So The Federalist is a great piece up in the show notes. Please check it out. Mangino.com slash newsletter to subscribe to our daily show notes. It's worth your time. On the Federalist by Tristan Justice. CNN erases the Bay of Pigs Award to accuse Trump of making it up. <laughs> I wasn't going to put this in the show today, but whenever I read a story I can't get enough of, I figure to myself, and I may be wrong, but I do have a good instinct for this, and we wouldn't have the number two show in the country, I would guess. Whenever I read a show I can't get enough of, I feel like you probably would love this story too. So just a little background on this. President Trump had tweeted out a few days ago how he had received this award from this uh, group, this veterans of the Bay of, uh, that fought in the Bay of Pigs. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously an issue very important to the Cuban com community in Florida. So he was trying to show through his tweet that he has the support of a lot of uh, Cubans in South Florida where I live. And he said, listen, I got this award from this Bay of Pigs, uh, this group that were veterans of the Bay of Pigs invasion. So, of course, the CNN had to fact check that. There's no award. There's definitely no award. So here's this Daniel Dale um, on Twitter. Again, if you ever need 
clown show humor. Go to this. It's really funny. His fact checks are quite embarrassing. He says, quote, for those confused by Trump's claim that he got the highly honored Bay of Pigs Award, he got an endorsement in 2016 from the Bay of Pigs Veterans Association. It's not an award. He has a long history of turning endorsements and other non-awards into awards. Guy's a CNN fact checker, so you know that's automatically BS, right? So he says, just to be clear, Joe, yeah. CNN, it's, Joe, it's CNN. Remember that uh, ad? It's not a banana. It's not an ad. It's CNN. Remember that stupid ad? <laughs> it's not a lemon. Make lemons. So Dan Dale, CNN fact checker, dreaded air quotes, uh, saying, there's no Bay of Pigs Award. How do I know that? Because I work for CNN. We know everything. So here's a tweet from the Trump war room. This is weird. Joe, is that that is President <laughs> Trump in the middle, right? Yes, it is. Look, he's holding up something right there. Um, but Joe, Paula, just checking. I'm, uh, that looks like an actual award, doesn't it? So I'm getting a head nod from Paula. Joe, what, that is yeah, Trump man. holding up an award, right? Yeah, So he's here's smiling. the Trump war room. He's yeah, happy. They're yeah. smiling and everything, yeah. right? Looking mm -hmm. great. Nice and tanned. Here, yeah, here's Trump war room's text. Here's the award. It's a hand-painted Brigade 2506 shield. The media will say anything to dismiss President Trump's Hispanic supporters. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Hey, Thank you, Paula. If you want to check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bongino. Uh, Miss Paula was nice enough to actually zoom in on the photo of, in fact, the award. And two people giving President Trump the award um, as he's smiling. But uh, CNN said the award doesn't exist. Oh, so clearly yeah. that picture's got to be a fake, Joe. Photoshop. Did you do that? Come on, Joe. Stop nah. messing with the show. Paula, no, but no, Paula's nodding her head. She had nothing to do with it. That's an actual photo. So just to clear up any confusion, this group uh, that gave him the award showed us the letter mm. about the actual award. But don't worry, CNN's Dan Dale told us this didn't happen. Press release, Bay of Pigs Brigade Association. <laughs> Let me just read. Even Paula's laughing at this one. It was with great satisfaction that we read President Donald J. Trump's Twitter uh, mentioning the event in which the Veterans Association Brigade 2506 presented a recognition award consisting of an emblem used by our patriots during the Battle of the Bay of Pigs invasion Cuba in 1961. <laughs> <laughs> um, come on. Ah, there you go. Come on, this dude. That's a this may this is a we. Yes, I was. I'm just giving. I was using your judgment. That's why I didn't. I didn't even call. I just had to say. I. That's it. We rarely do a triple mutley. Yeah, There's only been two rarely. quadruple mutleys in yeah. the history of the show. A triple's exceedingly rare. Yeah. Maybe five to ten of those we've had. A double mutley. Usually this. This is definitely a triple mutley. But this is this clown from CNN. I'm telling you, if you want clown time, just read his tweets. They're hilarious. He's a fact checker. All he had to do was reach out to the group. Yes, we did, in fact, give President Trump the award. Their words, not mine, the award. They use the word award. Matter of fact, here's a photo of it. But don't worry, CNN fact checkers told us otherwise. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Paul is taking a lot of editorial leeway here. If you're watching the news, he's just kind of throwing stuff in there now randomly. But that was good judgment on your part, Joe. That is definitely a triple mutley. Can't go quadruple. We got to save that for special moments. But yeah, Dan <laughs> yeah. Dale. Nice job, CNN. Well done. It's not an apple. It's a banana. <laughs> whatever that stupid <laughs> CNN. Remember that? Don't call a lemon a lemon. Whatever that dopey article. That stupid ad they did. All right, moving on. Um, here is our, I'm trying to do these a couple times a week. 
because they're so easy to find, but I just don't want to bore you. So I found a short one today. Here's a clip from Biden earlier in the week here. I'm trying to do these confused Joe Biden clips, oh. ladies and gentlemen, just to show to you how, uh, you, I know, Joe got to see it because it's a oh. video. Um, they're everywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe doesn't know where he is anymore. I've told you my sources are telling me the guy's deteriorating at such a rapid state right now that they're genuinely concerned about how every day is going to begin or end because they don't know if he can do the events anymore. I'm not kidding. These are legitimate sources. I've never let you down on sources, right? Here's our confused Biden video of the week where, uh, wait, wait, Joe, he does the trick again. This is about a 25, 30 second clip. You know the trick, right? Whenever Biden forgets what he's talking about in mid-sentence, he interrupts himself. He'll say something like, "Uh, I've been talking too long. Or he'll interrupt himself with something else. "Uh, I'm going to stop myself before I say something I don't want to say. This is a trick Uh that Biden's team has taught him when he forgets where he is in mid-sentence. Watch him do it right here as he's talking about drinking from faucets or something. I don't even know what he's saying. Matter of fact, he doesn't know what he's saying. That's why he stops himself. Check this out. Environmental justice so we can turn a faucet on and drink water, breathe clean air. I'm sorry, I'm about to end. But no, we have to live. So, I mean, we have to just give people. Imagine being the sign language guy on that. (laughs) Sign language guy's like, (laughs) <laughs> what's the you know i don't know sign language what's the sign language for? i have no idea what this guy's saying i don't know sign language. i wish i did i was like the universal sign. what is he saying you get to mm. drink from the fountain and the water green mm. new deal fountain faucet water mm-hmm. uh, i don't know what i'm test. saying so. <laughs> <laughs> do you have come on man i don't even know oh, what you have back yeah, there in this yeah. arsenal yeah, sure. Here we go. Come on, man. <laughs> you see my gut there? This video is priceless. I'm sorry. I, 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 for those of you listening at home, I have to occasionally. <laughs> I have to wipe my eyes. I have to. Be, there's nothing around. I want to touch my face. Because we got this Lucy dog who's the greatest. Oh, and I have man. dog allergies, so I can't touch my face. So I have to use my shirt to wipe my eyes. Oof. Come on, man. <laughs> Drink from the faucet. Green New Deal. Farting cows. I don't know what I'm saying. So let me stop what I'm saying before I say more about what yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you know the thing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> It's the thing. <laughs> the thing. That's his other trick. The yeah. thing. When he doesn't know what he's talking about, that's right. He goes to the thing. The thing. You know, the thing. <laughs> the thing. Yeah, the governing documents, the constitution, that thing's you know, the thing you're gonna the thing you're gonna swear on on the other thing, the Bible, you know, you remember those words? Oh, oh man. All right, let me get to this quick. Back to the substance, because you know, we can obviously yeah, uh, just rip Biden to shreds all day because he doesn't know where he is on any given day and he's running for president, which is a darn shame for everybody involved. It's dangerous stuff. I'm not kidding. This guy gets elected. This is very dangerous stuff. Uh, article in the Wall Street Journal yesterday, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, we had this tragic attempted homicide of these two LA deputies. And Biden gave a speech yesterday about the deputies. Of course not. He gave a speech about light bulbs and electric cars telling us our cities are going to burn because of what? BLM and Antifa? No, because of climate change. So the Wall Street Journal has a great opinion piece this morning called Biden of the Climate Apocalypse. 
He gives a speech on wildfires and never mentions better forest management. Of course, he does, because he doesn't actually know anything. So Biden yesterday gives this speech about light bulbs and climate change and wildfires without mentioning the arson or anything else, which is amazing. Um, and he repeats one of the most pernicious, persistent liberal lies you will hear that we will debunk right now this second on the show and you should carry with you forever. Liberal lie number one about the economy. Because remember what I said about liberals? They hate themselves because they lie about everything. They have no data to back anything else up. Remember the Thomas Sowell question whenever you're debating liberals. Don't ever forget. The question which will puzzle them every time is, what's your evidence for that? They'll be like, what do you mean evidence? Evidence? I'm required to produce evidence? I'm a liberal. I've never been challenged on evidence. So he said something yesterday, Biden, during his light bulb speech that storm frequency and intensity, it's getting worse, man. Come on, man. Climate change, storms everywhere, everywhere. Intense storms. It's worse than it ever was. Tell me your liberal friends, if you've had them over your house, God forbid. Tell me your liberal friends haven't told you. Come on, the storms are getting worse. There's no evidence for this at all. Uh, here we go. Wall Street Journal screenshot number one. Check out the work of this scientist who's done extensive work on this. They say, quote, as for climate and hurricanes, sigh. Let's repeat that there is little evidence that storm frequency and the modest global warming of the last century are linked. As scientist Roger Pilkey Jr. has noted, hurricanes hitting the U.S. have not, have not, have not increased in frequency or intensity since 1900. Uh, that's just a lie, but that's what liberals do. Really, Look up his work, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, there's data on this. You know, when a storm hits Florida, you can't hide it, okay? When a major hurricane is like, shh, everybody be quiet. It's a conspiracy. Hide the hurricane. It doesn't work that way. We actually have data. People know when their houses blow away for hurricanes. They know that. Joe, shocker, I know. But your house, <laughs> roof gone. Yeah. Right. Gosh, my house blew. That's what happened. I thought it was a thunderstorm. They only broadcast coming hurricanes in Florida, if you live down here, for like two weeks prior to when they arrive. We have a, what do they call it? A disturbance? That's how it's, right? If you live in Florida, right, Paula? You'll hear it on the news. It'll be like, it'll be on the local news. Hmm. They'll say, Joe, because uh, Joe's up in Maryland, right? Mm -hmm. we, don't, we don't, luckily, outside of Hurricane Isabel, they don't get hit much there often. But down Florida, we get hit here every year. They'll yeah. say, there's a disturbance. And everybody's like, really? There's a disturbance. And then you see where it's going to go. I'm going to go to the Gulf. It's going to come to you. If it's going to go to the Gulf, you know, people on the East Coast are like, all right, we may get a pass on this one. If it comes over to our side, the people on the Gulf are like, all right, we may get a pass on this one. We know about these things. They're on record. So if what Joe Biden was saying confused Joe, the storm frequency and intensity is getting worse because of climate change. That would require storm frequency to be getting worse and there would be more frequency, meaning more for the liberals listening and more intense, meaning they're category fives instead of category threes now. None of that's actually happening. You know, data and stuff. That's actually not what's happening. You're just making that up. You need more evidence he's making this up? Here, from the Wall Street Journal piece. Check this out. NOAA, you know, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, de de definitely not populated with far right wingers, folks. Mm. Uh, NOAA has said, quote, it's premature to conclude that human activities and particularly greenhouse gas emissions that cause global warming, it caused global warming, have already had a detectable impact on Atlantic hurricane or global tropical cyclone activity. End quote. Quote, folks, that means they actually said that um, for the liberals. The United Nations, here we go, Joe, United Nations, you mm -hmm. know that bastion of conservative right-wing hysteria. <laughs> the United Nations Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change 
says it too lacks evidence to show that warming is making storms and flooding worse. I'm, <laughs> again, data, facts, that kind of thing. So the United Nations, which will take on any left-wing cause, especially to humiliate Donald Trump or anyone else, is saying, well, there's no evidence storms are getting more frequent or worse. We don't have any data to support that either. Along with NOAA, our National Oceanographic uh, and Atmospheric Administration that actually has data on this, along with scientists who this is what they do for a living is track this stuff. They're all saying, nah, that's actually not true. But it doesn't matter. Biden will say it because Biden doesn't know it's true. Biden doesn't even know what he said. I'm surprised halfway through that statement, he didn't go, hold on, let me stop myself before I say something I know is not true. That's what he'll be saying next to interrupt himself because he forgot what he was actually talking about. <sighs> Frustrating. All right, I got another story next coming up about more media Biden malfeasance narratives we have to debunk because there's election coming an election coming up and I'm sure your liberal friends if you have any left are on Facebook telling you again how storm frequencies worse the climate is changing it's causing it and they're definitely telling you there's no problem with mail in voting at all matter of fact you're not even allowed to like say that on social media you're banned instantly for highlighting Problems with mail-in voting that the media talked about years ago and is ignoring now. I got a story on that in a minute. Let me get to my last sponsor. Today's show brought to you also by our friends at Omaha Steaks. <clears throat> Let me get ready. My mouth waters when I'm talking about Omaha Steaks because they have the most delicious meats you have ever tasted. Their burgers and steaks are top-notch. They are perfectly aged, 100% American grain finished beef for the ultimate in tenderness, juiciness, and flavor. Every order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered in a cooler with dry ice. Stays ready to cook in the freezer for months. It's backed by their unconditional 100% money back guarantee. Right now, you get a gourmet grill out package exclusive for my listeners. This incredible package includes the absolutely outstanding bacon wrapped filet mignon, their top sirloin boneless chicken breasts, pork chops, burgers, and jumbo franks, side dishes in the world renowned caramel apple tartlets, which are fantastic, and more. Go to omahasteaks.com and enter promo code Bongino into the search bar. And for a limited time, Omaha Steaks will add two pounds and extra burgers and gourmet jumbo franks free with your order. Come on, can't beat that. Omaha Steaks has been bringing people together with delicious food for over 100 years. Enjoy family, friends, enjoy the best steak of your life. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O in the search bar for this exclusive offer not available anywhere else. Order today and Omaha Steaks will add four burgers, four jumbo gourmet franks to your order free. Going to the grocery stores become a hassle. Skip the crowded lines and masks and have Omaha Steaks shipped right to your door safely. It's the world's greatest steaks plus premium meats, easy, delicious meals. We love them in this house. Everything you need to ensure your family stocked up for the long haul, all backed by a 100% money back guarantee. OmahaSteaks.com, enter Bongino in the search bar. Check it out. All right. So, yeah, you know, the left is in love with lies. It's kind of been a theme running throughout the show today. And it's our job to set everybody straight um, on the right path because you start to believe this stuff after a while. So, you know, right now we're being told by the liberal left, not only about storms getting worse, which aren't, but the mail-in voting. Don't you worry. There's nothing wrong with mail-in voting. That's just why are they saying that? Because, of course, President Trump has called out the problems with mail-in voting. Uh, they want to do a mass mail-in uh, voting campaign, the Democrats, because the Democrats are in love with voter fraud. They just mm -hmm. always happen. That's why they don't like voter ID. Now, mail-in voting, mass mail-in voting is different than absentee. Absentee, you have to go to a website. It's what I do. You have to put in your name and identifiers, request a ballot. Ballot comes to your house. You send it back. That's not what the Democrats want. They want everybody to be sent a ballot, no matter who you are. Dogs, cats, 
donkeys, elephants. They don't care. Everybody gets a ballot. Here's a ballot. There's a ballot. Here's a ballot. Do everybody gets one? No possibility for fraud there, no? Well, what's the problem about that? When mail-in voting, i.e. our military folks sending in mail-in ballots, and some of our older folks, was largely a Republican thing, older voters that tend to lean Republican and military folks, the media had a real problem with mail-in voting. They did. Yeah. Because it was a Republican thing. Weird. Wall Street Journal had a great article about how the media just changes their story overnight, depending on if the story benefits the Republicans or Democrats. Remember, facts first, folks. Facts first. Wall Street Journal, Gerard Baker. It takes a super spreader to know a super spreader. The article's about how the media changes their story about these super spreader rallies and riots based on who it is. If it's a riot for the Democrats, it's A-OK. If it's a Trump rally, everybody's going to die. But they also dig into this, how they changed the narrative on voting. Check this out. This is fascinating. Voting by mail. Listen to this quote. Listen to this quote. This, this is clearly a presidential tweet, right, folks? Listen. Voting by mail is now common enough and problematic enough that election experts say there have been multiple elections in which no one can say with confidence which candidate was the deserved winner. Joe, definitely a presidential tweet, right? Oh, or some yeah. right winger? Uh-huh. Uh, no, that was the New York Times. Sorry. Sorry, Armacost. Didn't mean to set you up there. <laughs> that was the New York Times talking about the systemic problems with mail-in voting. Quote, try the New York Times. That was a front-page news story published just before the 2012 presidential election. The New York Times cast grave doubt on the reliability of widespread mail-in voting, noting it was much more vulnerable to fraud than conventional vo- uh, voting. Weird. Quote, New York Times, folks, quote, this is not Trump. While fraud in voting by mail is far less common than innocent errors, it is vastly more prevalent than in-person voting fraud. There we go. Again, New York Times. Big problems with mail-in voting and fraud, folks. Why? Why? Why did the New York Times in 2012 state the obvious that mail-in voting is more susceptible to fraud than in-person voting? Gee, why would they do that? Just the facts, folks. Just the news. Really? No, no. Maybe there was a political motivation behind it. Remember, everything viewed through the New York Times or CNN lenses. Why are they writing this to hurt Republicans and help Democrats? When you start to see through all those stories, everything makes sense. Let's go to screenshot number two from the Wall Street Journal piece. And now it all makes sense. (laughs) Quote, well, times change. Last month, the New York Times ran a headline that said Trump is pushing a false argument on vote by mail fraud. Huh? Same paper, folks. Same paper. They go on. They say, it's possible, I suppose, that all that fraud the paper worried about has just disappeared in eight years. (laughs) But the real clue as to why the New York Times, along with virtually the entire media, now claims mail-in fraud fraud is false, comes down in that 2012 election news item. Quote, here's what they said in 2012. Oh, oh, now it's making sense. So now the voter fraud they said is real, isn't real anymore. But back in 2012, they said Republicans are in fact more likely than Dems to vote absentee. Oh, in the 2008 general election in Florida, 47% of absentee voters were Republicans, 36% were Democrats. There you have it, folks. Quote, when voting by mail seemed to be a Republican thing, it was fraud, manipulation. Now that Democrats are expected to vote this way by mail in much greater numbers, it's all, don't worry, nothing to see here, folks. 
Don't worry. That story we, we wrote in 2012 about mail-in fraud being a really big deal, it's not a big deal now. We only worried about it when Republicans mailed in their votes. Now that Democrats are mailing in votes, we don't want you to call them fraudulent. So all that stuff, memory hole, all that. Memory hole. Memory hole. I just hit the Brickhouse Nutrition again. That's what that sound was. Memory. Just the facts, though. Don't you worry. New York Times 2012. Big problem with mail-in voting. New York Times 2020. No problem with mail-in voting. By the way, they have no problem with any of this. Listen to me. Why do they do? I get this question a lot, Joe. People email me. Why do they do this? Don't they understand nobody trusts them anymore? They don't care. They don't care. Why does Joe Biden lie about climate and storm frequency and intensity? Because he doesn't care. He thinks you're an idiot. And he wants to get elected. And he's hoping some idiots will believe him. You're comparing the times to Joe Biden? Yes, they're the same thing. Liberal activists trying to get power. It's the same thing. It's not a newspaper. You take these people seriously? Here's another clown to not take seriously. So our buddy Adam Schiff, (laughs) I use that term buddy loosely. That's what I call the dog now, Lucy. I'm like, come here, buddy. My new buddy. I need buddies. Everybody needs buddies. I don't get out of my house much. I don't have a lot of buddies anymore. But Adam Schiff, our non-buddy buddy, buddy, uh, you know Adam Schiff, the king of hoaxes, the collusion hoax, the whistleblower hoax. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Adam Schiff will embrace any hoax all the time. So um, Schiff has a new hoax. I covered it a little bit last week. Schiff's new hoax is that there's a DHS insider, Joe, Department of Homeland Security for the liberals listening, who has now come out and said Trump is suppressing intelligence. Suppressing intelligence that the Russians are interfering with the election again. He's ordering his DHS people to squash it to help the Russians. We all read this like he is. This Trump is at it again with the collusion that never happened the first time. Amazing. So, of course, it's from Adam Schiff, so Mm. you can almost automatically assume it's a hoax. And I don't like to waste your time, and that's why I put it at the end of the show. So just to be clear, the whistleblower, and by the way, I thought we weren't supposed to name whistleblowers. Wasn't, Joe, wasn't that the thing? Yeah, that was an issue. The thing, thing. don't name, yes. That was the thing, right? But it's not a thing thing. anymore. Adam Schiff's got his name right out there. This whistleblower is A-OK. So his name is Brian Murphy. Oh, I know we'll be banned. Adam Schiff put his name out there, not us, okay? But we weren't supposed to name whistleblowers. But Adam Schiff's got his name in the documents. But this whistleblower is okay. So only only other whistleblowers we're not supposed to name. So just to be clear, Adam Schiff says, hey, this whistleblower from DHS, Brian Murphy, saying, we have all this intel about the Russians and Trump doesn't want it out there. And the DHS, my supervisor, DHS, told me to suppress that information. Big, huge hat tip for the great Catherine Herridge at CBS, used to be at Fox News. She got a hold of this DHS memo where it's really interesting that this fake whistleblower, this is Catherine Herridge's writing in her highlights here, that this fake whistleblower who's saying his supervisor told him to suppress all this information about Russia. Well, they actually have emails, Joe. So DHS put the emails out there in this memo. And in one of these emails, this guy, Mr. Murphy, this alleged whistleblower, was emailing to other department employees in July of 2020 Mm -hmm. stating... Quick on the trigger finger. Quote, the acting secretary has never given me any direction on what to do regarding these threats. The same applies to the acting deputy secretary. 
You can leave that. I see you taking notes over there. You can leave it. I like that stuff. It adds color to the show and flavor. This dynamic between my wife and I is back and forth when she pulls my stuff down too quick. Oh, that sounded bad. I mean the elements to the show. Come on. Okay. Filthy minds. Uh-huh. She goes, did you just say that? Of course I just said that. It's my show. I say whatever I want. So just to be clear, fake whistleblower number 72, maybe 672, Fake whistleblower number 672 has said, I was told to suppress this information about this Russia threat, except for the fact that he emailed his colleagues saying, they've never given me any direction on those threats. It's weird, weird how another whistleblower case promoted by Adam Schiff has absolutely no evidence behind it at all. Joe, crazy how this happens, isn't it? It is. It's insane, Dan. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> every, every time. <laughs> come on, man. Every time. Where's Joe Biden? Where's, come on, man. Can we just stop with the shift hoaxes? Why do you take this guy seriously? Anyone? This guy's a clown. We got a whistleblower. These Russia threats were being suppressed, except for the fact that he emailed everyone. They didn't tell me to suppress any of this stuff. I'm just saying, Schiff, maybe you should read the emails first. By the way, I'm just going to throw this out there. Again, no one takes the media seriously. I get that too. But I think even the media folks are tired of being humiliated by this buffoon. Did you notice this story went nowhere? It's not because they like Trump and they don't they don't really care about it. They'll let Schiff on to lie a lot. But I think they're seriously worried about just liability, losing money in this case. Maybe being sued or something after the Nick Sandman incident. Also, they, No one takes Schiff seriously. Did you notice the story got no wind at all? I hate to even bring it up. But one of your liberal friends on your Facebook or whatever is going to say to you, there's another whistleblower out there. Trump's suppressing threats. Really? Because that's not what the whistleblower emailed his colleagues. Did you read the emails? Of course you didn't. You're a liberal. You don't actually read anything. All right, let me end the show with this on a good note. So um, for those of you being subjected to the tyranny of the dreadful Pennsylvania liberal far-left governor who is uh, turned into a lunatic, uh, who is you know trying to shut down the state, crush your businesses and everything else, so uh, the lockdowns went in front of a federal court judge yesterday appointed by Trump. So we're finally getting back to some respect for the Constitution, Joe. And man, did this guy get smacked down, the dreadful far-left radical governor of Pennsylvania. This is just beauteous. So the judge's name is Stickman. And let me just read to you quickly a brief portion of what he said about the unconstitutional lockdowns. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just fantastic. Judge Stickman. Quote, the liberties protected by the Constitution are not fair-weather freedoms. Yes. In place when times are good, but able to be cast aside in times of trouble, Stickman wrote. He goes on, quote, there's no question that this country is faced and will face emergencies of every sort. But the solution to a national crisis can never be permitted to supersede the commitment to individual liberty that stands as a foundation of the American experiment. The Constitution cannot accept the concept of a, quote, new normal where the basic liberties of the people can be subordinated to open-ended emergency mitigation measures, end quote. Amen, Brother Stickman. Now you see why re-electing Trump for you never-Trump lunatics out there is so important? I don't like his tweets. Yeah, you like judges like that? who quote these documents like the Constitution, kind of important, no? When everybody's freedoms and businesses and economic freedom and livelihood and their kids are starving because we can't have jobs and they are all depressed because they're not in school, where a judge says, you know, we do have this thing called the Constitution. Check it out once in a while. 
I love this guy. Is it a guy? I don't even know. I don't even care. You're awesome either way. We love you. Someone, we should get a picture or picture, put him up on the show. Her, I don't even know. I should have checked that out. Doesn't matter. What? Can you Google that for me? Judge Stickman? Pence? Waiting for Paula's. Uh, if you get a picture of that, put him up or her. Again, you, you understand why I get so upset at the Never Trump card? We don't like his tweets. They're not presidential, yeah? You like conservative judges? You like your taxes being cut? You like economic freedom? You like deregulation? You like protecting the lives of unborn human beings? How does all that, you like patient control healthcare? How does all that stuff sound? You like Operation Warp Speed, vaccines in record time? You like control of our borders? Elect Trump. You want more chaos? Go for confused Joe. Come on, man. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. You know, I haven't uh, plugged, and I know you, I, I try not to, you know, uh, overwhelm you with plugs for stuff, but please check out Bongino Report. Uh, we put a lot of work into it. The traffic's been exceptional. It is your conservative alternative to the now dreadful failed Drudge Report, the uh, liberal Drudge Report who has completely abandoned any semblance of reality. Uh, check out BonginoReport.com. We really appreciate it. The traffic's been exceptional. Tell your friends about it. There is a Drudge alternative out there. BonginoReport.com. And please subscribe to my show, YouTube.com slash Bongino and on Apple Podcasts. Thanks a lot, folks. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.